0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, May twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. I am your host Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello, Our how you man. Doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very good. Last weekend in May, which means the end of the English Premier League, The it's... final season in our 2022-2023 run of shows. Um, we have we have made it through another year, another calendar. Well, another football year. Yeah, it's like uh, a tax year. It's, it's like
0: it
2: just starts. <laughs> is, is it that for football? The football
1: yeah, we year? we run we run August to the end of May. That is our, <laughs> that's our, that's our main calendar period, and we've done well this year. I would say this year's been a pretty successful year, yeah. especially the bit that you and I just kept hitting every single selection on the card. That was nice. Eight of that eight, was good. two weeks in a row.
2: That was nice. Um, we did a, we did a four for so, four, and we did a lot of outsiders this year, uh, which was which was good. We did um, a lot of
1: outsiders.
2: A lot of good guests. I've not, on, not, I've not missed a banker bet in, in months. I did an offer relatively we recently are, we are rolling Um, but yeah I mean I didn't have a particularly good week last week but Banker still came in Um, which is as we said
1: that's the- it that's the that's the bread and butter get your it Bankers is. in Um yeah so we'll recap that last week uh, those of you on Patreon watching the video show you'll notice it's just myself and Gordon for the final episode of this season we're recording early on Wednesday morning um it's the only time that we could all get it together because obviously I have a very important date tonight in Sanandice Park where Dundee United play Co in uh, well, an absolute cup final game for us. But we'll lose this and we could potentially it could all be done this evening without even bothering about the weekend games we could be relegated. So Are you um, getting ready for this? I'll be at that this evening? Boo Are you getting ready for a wee bit of that? <laughs> Jazz, yeah. I'm dreading it. Absolutely dreading it. If we play anything like we've played in the last three games, although Kilmarnock don't pick up many points away from home, we could easily lose. Like I was I was telling folk, I wouldn't be surprised if Dundee United came out and won tonight. I would not be surprised if we came out and got hammered either. Such is the inconsistent nature and just it's getting I sent off for you good. all the
2: time. I mean kudos is Johnson. Very good. They've they've picked up a whole bunch of points on the back of uh I think after the Livingston game was the last one that they were. They came out of like six games or seven games being like losing. And I mean, growing. it does
1: help. It does help when your opponents decide to get men sent off. Yeah, like you know, so you get you get to play ten men. Come on, got a man sent off in the first half. Hibs. We got a man sent off in the first half when we played them. Like Hibs that's for just a way me me points.
2: This, but you've got to take you've
1: it. got to take your opportunity. Yeah. And you've got to and and you've got to grasp it and you've got to deliver and St Johnson have done that. Um, as Kevin on Twitter pointed out, uh, getting right in about us there, uh, which was fair. <laughs> so well, I, I well done. Enjoy the, pre- the Premier League next year. Hopefully, Dundee United will be there as well. From my point of view, um, but you know, well well done to St Johnson. because I didn't fancy their chances at all, but they, no. they've proved me wrong. Yeah, um,
2: uh, yeah. So I mean. Should we talk about last week's picks then and and, and get onto the the extraordinary circumstances of uh, some other things that happened for me uh, in the in the outsider slot? I'll give I a wee yeah, chat about
1: that at some point. Let's go for it. As always, Joyce Landsack was our guest last week. Um because of the time difference and obviously Joy in America, uh, an early morning start on Wednesday morning doesn't fit. So we'll run through uh Joy's results for him. Uh, as well as our own So starting with the bankers I was in the Japanese J1 league For Gambo Zaka Versus the Yokohama F Marinos uh, Really fancied Yokohama to win this Said it on the show last week That he, just betting on them Straight up at around even money Was wonderful uh, But I took them on the double chance For that Just to nail in that banker And they went ahead And won 2-0 Despite Getting a man sent off When they were 1-0 up In the 59th minute So they just Oh I've got a man sent off And we're 1-0 up Let's just win 2-0 Brilliant um, yeah. so that was 3-10 to ten for the double chance even money for just just the away win uh, very comfortable early payout
2: now mine drifted about because City decided to rest some players um, for this which uh, Dave Greenfield had pointed out I think in the Facebook group or uh, certainly in our chat um, I took Man City away at Chelsea uh, to for uh, to be my banker for this week they won the game 1-0 they actually got goal chopped off for a second goal that. see when you've got Alvarez as your like second choice striker. It's a bit of a ridiculous, uh, kind good in step up from them. But yeah, they they, they were comfortable in this game. The they won at one 0 Not quite the uh, banker, the goals fest that, that I'd uh, predicted. But who cares? You know, they won the game. They won the game.
1: One nil. Banker in. We rolled on to Joey, who was in the Belgian league for Bruges versus Antwerp. And he'd taken Antwerp here on the double chance, so a draw or Antwerp. A pretty big banker odds of one to two, um, and, and, we, and we found out why those odds were big. Antwerp had zero shots on target and lost the game two 0 yeah, Just... Not a not a good Antwerp zone. So um, the uh, uh, the Bruges hate
2: club have, have reemerged as as a thing. They go in the they go in the same pot as uh, Hamilton Morton. Uh, the Urua Red Diamonds Stoke Stoke
1: So um, to welcome to the club, uh, Bruges But yeah, n- not to be for Joey Behave yourself with that chat About the Urua Red Diamonds I like what? the Urua Red Diamonds Yeah, but
2: you like them 50% like just... of the time <laughs> And the other
1: 50% There's just like
2: some blokes that turn up to play football They're not footballers
1: Just absolutely frustrating So two out of three bankers Myself and Gordo with the, with the bankers And, and Joey, uh, unfortunately not getting his last week on to the value picks then. And this is where this is where I had a blip because I back, we've mentioned it already. I backed Kilmarnock to win at home. They're just strong at home. It's a game they needed to win against what I consider not a very good St. Johnson side just now. Um but Kilmarnock lost the game 1-0. They got a man sent off in the 44th minute, which sort of killed the game a wee bit. Um so if this game happened again this week. I'd probably leave it alone. Yeah. Such, such such <laughs> is the such is the nature of scrapping it out at the bottom. Uh so no value pick for me, and well done to St. Johnson, who are safe now. So that's that's them. Um it's it's a straight shoot out of the bottom between Kilmarnock Ross County and Dundee United.
2: Circling the drain. Um that's it. But yeah, unfortunate for you on that one. But I actually, this was the game that I was referring to. There was hijinks and uh, things that I very much disliked. I'd taken Annecy away at New York uh, and they went up 1 0, 16 minutes in. New York brought, brought it back to 2 1, which was disappointing. Annecy then, 64 minutes in, back to two each. I'm like, brilliant. The boys are turning it on. You look at the stats. They would 15 goal attempts, six on goal. They missed a penalty in this to not win the game they ended up drawing it two each so I'd taken Annecy to win this at what I consider quite big odds 15 to 11, 6 to 5 depending on where you, where you got them for this um, so pretty pretty big variance in there but it ended up a two each draw fucking raging that uh, Andreas Busetti missed that penalty for us there because the notifications I was getting through my watch I was like great, this is perfect this is ideal uh, if uh,
1: yeah, this he walked past you in the street when you went outside, like in half an hour's time, would you recognise him to pull him up?
2: Aye, I, I would actually. That's, uh, yeah, because he, because uh, to be fair, he's played with a whole bunch of teams in France. He played with like Laval and Nice and Tours, and I think he actually get loaned out. To I the can tell you right now, point. he
1: could, he could deliver my next Amazon parcel, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't know him.
2: No, he'd fucking mess. He'd put it through the next door neighbour's box. <laughs> <laughs> um, so disappointing there for Alexei. But yeah, I felt a bit hard done too by that one because they had the chances and they had basically the best chance you can have, <laughs> which is a pen there. So not to be in the value slot for me.
1: Joy's value then. He was in Austria. Um Klagenfurt versus Vienna. He'd taken both teams to score in over 2.5 goals. He got the first part, the both teams to score, but the game ended one all so close. Um, but no cigar for Joey in the values. On to the outsider picks, where we have been very good this season. Um, I was back in Japan, in the the top flight, of the J One League, for Shonen versus Serezzo Osaka, a team that I picked at the beginning of the season to have a better season than certainly the bookies and most people in the press would have uh, would have expected. I, I like this Serezzo Osaka team, and I was pretty confident they could do something away at Shonen at odds of nineteen to ten, so just just under two to one. And they did. They won the game two 0 pretty comfortably. So, Sarezzo definitely one to watch. Maybe even, maybe even more so though. Shonen, one to watch. Um, when you're when you're picking your coupons over the summer, they are not good. Yeah. Um, they're struggling. They're second bottom in the table. Uh, they're getting turned over. Um, at home in games against teams that most people will think will be mid table. So, yeah, it was a good a good win in the outsider column for me. It, it, basically, two to one.
2: Good pick-in there. I wasn't so fortunate in the outsider column. I'd taken a Lille versus Marseille, a, a duel at the top of the, the French League, one to end up as a draw. Um, game went back and forth quite a bit. Uh, it was one each, um, about 50 minutes in. Marseille scored first, in Lille. Marseille then got a goal vared off. Lille then scored uh, to make it 2-1. And Marseille kind of couldn't, couldn't apply much of the pressure there. The only other thing I would have said about this game was I was really swithering about taking this as a Marseille win or a draw so I, I wasn't close uh-huh. <laughs> close to correct um, with with I, I settled on the draw eventually because I thought yeah, these teams are going to cancel each other out but both teams actually only had three shots on target despite a whole bunch of like if you look at the I think Lille's XG was something ridiculous like 1.8 and Marseille's was like 0.7 and like in those three chances Jesus those chances must have
1: been <laughs> good chances <laughs> good chances <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah, not to be in the outsider there, and uh, quite a disappointing one to be honest. Because, um, yeah, I really thought that they would cancel each other out, or Marseille would, would 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 have enough to kind of, yeah, if Leo some more to think about, but but not to.
1: I take the outsiders as a tricky, so I, I back all the podcast bets, you know, because mm-hmm. I put my faith in Gordo and our guests every week, so um. Regardless of what their picks are and how much I like or dislike them, they go they go on my coupon and yep. then I put real money on them. Uh, so I only need two out of the three after getting mine, and that was that was unfortunate. Yeah, um, that, that was a shanner. But it all started on on Friday night with Joy's outsider in the Austrian Bundesliga, which was Reed versus Altak That he'd taken as a draw. There was an eighty fourth minute own goal scored by Reed. So this game ended one nil to Altak. So. Pretty unfortunate, pretty close. What looked like a close game and only the own goal being the decider. So Joey didn't get his outsider in this week. Just one of three in outsiders, but essentially two to one. If you backed all three, you've broken even there. On to the charity picks. Uh, I stayed in the Japanese J League. So the charity picks, £10 of our own money. Pick from each of us, uh, myself, Gordo and Joey. And we put £10 on the treble and all proceeds should we get any go to charity we did not get any this week and it was not helped with my pick on Saturday morning Kashiwa versus Kobe had taken away when it, it evens Kobe went and took the lead all great everything looking rosy Kashiwa not up to much at all until a Kobe defender decided to score a spectacular 45 yard own goal incredible I think I posted the footage in the you Facebook did. group Absolutely nothing doing. He wasn't even un- under that much. Pre- like, think of all the things you can do when you're 45 yards away from your own goal, right? Hitting, <laughs> hitting the ball into it—it's way it's down, low. low down there. Now, even worse for that, in in our five team AKA challenge that you've maybe heard me talk about, there's there's 20 of us or so that uh, have contributed 50 quid at the beginning of the season each into this pot. And we track our results on a, a five-team accumulator based on a fiver every week. And I am second in this table, in the profit-loss column, by £4. Pounds. Lauren leads the way. A shout-out to Lauren. I'm £4 pounds behind. All I need to do is make up that difference. And that was the only game I didn't get in on last week's game. I, I would be in line for a grand. That goal has basically cost me a grand. Yep. A 45-yard own goal. Own goal. And this guy, Honda, has previous. He's done it before. Away at Kashiba when he played for Kyoto Sanga two years ago, he scored like a 30-yard own goal where he lobbed his own keeper against the same team. I want a steward's inquiry here on this guy. Are you suggesting that maybe move to him do it twice to a in bigger your career house? is inc- incredible? <laughs> to do it twice in your career is incredible. To do it twice in your career against the same opposition. It's, it's madness, but yeah, check out our Facebook group. I've po- I've posted the goal there. What a, what a heartbreaking way to potentially miss out on four figures. But hey, and also for charity to miss out on the charity bit.
2: Luckily, it wasn't just you who who uh, didn't get their charity in. Um, this was Queen Gamp versus Mets, and I'd taken Mets away from home, and I'd mentioned George's Meek sadze uh, who last week we were talking about the two. T- so Napoli, I've got one. Of the Georgian strikers and Mets have the other. Both of them are like twenty and twenty-four. Um, he went on, started and scored uh, twenty-one minutes in. He he got the he got a, a, a goal to start with, and I was thinking, brilliant. That's it. My two notifications I had were uh, Annecy, one-nil Mets one-nil. Great, can't start any better. Both games kicked off at the same time. Um, Queen Gamp got a goal in the second half, and this game ended one each. So the games I tried to get as away wins ended draws. The games I wanted as draws ended up as home wins. Um, all one goal in them, which is a bit frustrating. But again, Mets had more of the ball, did less with it. They they were they, they play on the counter this team. Uh, they had three shots in goal versus Queen Gamp's five um in the second half. Mets turned it on a little bit. Uh, sorry, Queen Gamp turned it on a bit more than Mets. Um Mets only had one shot off target in the second half, so they weren't good value for getting back into this game, they were just really trying to hold on at that point. So uh, not to be for for Mets there, uh, but they did get a point out of it, um, which meant that I killed the charity even more so.
1: They will switch to me, Gordon and I take it in turns. And the rule is if we both don't get them in, it switches. And as Gordon backed it last week, back onto me for this week and what will be a double. But here we go, Drum roll. Joy's charity pick, Suwon Blue Wings versus Ulsan Hyundai, took the away win at odds of 8-11 to and they obliged. A 3-2 winner for Ulsan Hyundai and uh, a back and forth game away at Suwon Blue Wings and Joey got the his charity pick in this week. So it was you and me that let it down. 4-5 and, and that bit. went off
2: at. Joey's won.
1: Um, it drifted yep. right. Out. Just a a small drift, eight to eight to eleven. Four oh, yeah, to five. Oh, sorry. you said 6 to 11. ten. Apologies. No, no, no. Eight to eleven <laughs> um, to, to, to eight to ten. So you know, let's let's do your fractions, right, Gord. Um, yeah, so, small drift, so just, but yeah, good price, good price, and and a sol- and a solid win in the Korean league. Not our best week. I mean, getting the b- banker outsider for me quite happy with that because that's obviously the bet you you're most confident in and then getting an outsider is always a big price but uh we, we'd hope to do better in the final week of the season
2: yeah let's just go eight out of eight and, and finish with a flourish and then we can just chat to the patrons all summer
1: as is the that's uh, exactly as the plan that is exactly the plan so we've mentioned the facebook group already come along if you're on facebook search trample bet podcast join the group be part of the conversation um we've got a few hundred members in there talking about there was a lot of activity last week as well. Michael Garrett in there predicting St Mirren would get something away at Celtic well done um I think I was six to one in the double chance and what finished a, a two all draw so an excellent pick in there at big odds but there's plenty of people um giving us all uh, their Callum thought.
2: Hodgert was in there as well yeah
1: Callum was Callum um, was good uh, very close on and on a multi-leg selection in the English playoffs. Um, so so there's loads of guys with good expertise in there talking about what they like for the weekend. So have a wee look through, join the conversation, get involved yourself. Tell us. I what actually you wanted
2: to bring up Matt House's mental one with Forrest, where he had like tw- like 10 selections on a bet builder, and it was let down by Saka oh, one. not having a yeah. shot on target. It's ridiculous. But like he was I know it was only 14 to one, but when you seen the list, it was like both teams to receive a card, Mikhail Saka over 0.5. For JB Jesus over five uh 0.5 Um uh, Taiwo Iwon Yiwi. That's I'm very bad at pronouncing his name. Over five corners and there was that. He's whole a forest fan stuff, as well, isn't he? He is, he's a big forest. I believe yeah. I think he was at it actually. Great
1: result. Um, great, but anyway, great result, great result for Matt
2: and there, but very, very close to, to scooping a fourteen to one number in there.
1: So that's the Facebook group. You can also give something back, support the podcast. Um, If you like the show or if you listen to the show, that would be really appreciated. You can become a member of the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon for around £6 a month. So you go to patreon.com forward slash trampled bet or just download the Patreon app on your phone. Search for Trampled Bet. Um, you get a whole host of stuff back in return uh, for supporting us. You get this podcast as an early release, so as soon as we've recorded it, um, we upload it as a video podcast so you get to see us all um as we're as we're recording the show. You got a special middle section that's coming up, so while the, the regular pod, audio audio only podcast will go to a break and a short advert. You got a much more extended middle section where we talk about picks that we like for the weekend that perhaps didn't make the show or were close to making the show, but we've we've gone against them. Uh, as well as stuff that we like in other sports too. You get uh extra content shows. So we've just done one for the US PGA Championship. I was oh, was all over Xander Schofley. He never quite made it, but I think he ended up like tied 18th. Um and yeah. ended up in the top ten. Um he, he was done from the very get from the very get-go, and then just yeah. gradually made his way. Maybe if the, the tournament went on another day, we would have got there. Um, but yeah, for, for just one pick, that was okay. Uh Joey uh Brooks Kepka, he he mentioned him in in his rundown at the beginning. So I know Joey made a good return um with, with Brooks winning the US Championship. But we will have the Golfs US Open and the Open Championship coming up over summer as well. So there's a whole host of stuff in there. And the plan is, as always, for the regular show to take a break over the UK football off season. So this will be our last show for, for a few weeks um, on Spotify and on Apple and all that sort of stuff. But the content will continue on Patreon for our Patreon members over the summer as the J-League does not stop and there's all sorts of football action around the globe that myself, Gordo, Dave, Joey and Jerome and Chris will be keeping an eye on and bringing to our Patreon members each week um, in a less structured format but we will be there uh, and there will be content yeah. for Korea, for the, uh, for Norway yeah. you know all, all, all these places, uh, the Icelandic
2: second division, oof
1: Boy, I will be there throw in some flat racing throwing yeah. some darts some baseball there's plenty of stuff to keep us going over the summer we really appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast thank you we really appreciate all our patreon members thanks to all those that already subscribe um but we would love some more so do come and join us Okay, doke that's the first half of the show done we will be back after this short break for the final picks of the 2022-2023 season Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks, the final picks of the 2022-2023 season. Saturday, May 27th, 2023. Just myself and Gordo for for the final show of the season. So a banker from each of us, a value from each of us, an outsider from each of us, and then a charity double. Uh, to round us off, and hopefully we can end the season with some money being donated to charity, but with no show next week, we'll, we, which we will announce on on our usual social media channels—Twitter, uh, Facebook, Patreon, the like. Okay, G man, bankers, here we go. And um, <laughs> I can Let's see what we're some doing coins here. here. I like this. This is. Uh, I know what yours is. We're both involved with each other in these. They're East, both so- involved here. It's Saturday, two thirty p.m. for the final. Game week in the German Bundesliga, the top flight in Germany. My banker is Dortmund versus Mainz. The home win for Dortmund here 2 to eleven on 365. 1 to 5 if you if you shop around. One game left in the Bundesliga. Dortmund have gone top of the table as Munich lost 3 1 last week to Leipzig. So if Dortmund win this game, they win the league. And it's a league that Bayern Munich have won the last ten times in a row. So this game is absolutely massive. They know what they need to do. They need to win at home against Mainz. and the title is theirs. Dortmund come into this game having won their last eleven home games in a row. They are dominant at home, and they're playing a ninth-placed Mainz team that are pretty much nailed on to finish ninth. Like that's it. They've got nothing to play for. They're, they're ninth. They're going to be ninth. Uh, barring um, Cologne winning in Munich like 5-0 or something and overcoming a huge goal difference. So they're just going to finish ninth. They don't have anything to play for. They've also lost their last four matches on the spin. This is Dortmund couldn't ask for a better opponent in in this spot in terms of form. The teams have played each other five times since the beginning of 2021. Um, The first of those five was a draw. The the next four have all been Dortmund wins the four most recent matches. It's set up to be Dortmund's day. Everything points at a Dortmund win. One to five for a Dortmund win. It's just a stick on. Like I c I can't see them passing this opportunity up. Totally right. Totally right.
2: With that. I looked at this, nearly taking it as my banker. Um but let's 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 flip the coin, go turn to the other guys. The bad guys in this situation. iron <laughs> Everyone's well, team I, that I'm don't say, want
1: to win this. I'm I would say still- not even the bad guys. They should be the irrelevant guys in terms of Dortmund. They should be the irrelevant guys.
2: They should be. Dortmund will go out and win this and they'll win the league, but what Bayern need to do is win this game in case.
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because, you know,
2: them losing and Dortmund losing is a worse way for them to lose the title. They need to say, well, we can do everything. And if you look at the reason Bayern have lost this title has been their post-Champions League games have done them so they played Man City and got cuffed 3-0 they then lost 3-1 to Mainz Um, a ridiculous result for them which which they, they you know they shouldn't have done they came back from that they beat Bremen 2-1 away you look at their other losses in the league they lost they beat PSG midweek lost to Gladback at the weekend they don't have the Champions League to worry about now they're out of it um they need to win this game Cologne, their opponents, I didn't even mention their opponents. Cologne, their opponents can't be any more middle. They're 10th. Um, 18 team league, right beside Mainz. <laughs> they are smack bang. They can't be relegated, can't be promoted. Last game of the season. They've got their feet up. I, I can't see anything other than a Bayern win here. They need to do their part in Dortmund's title win. I really want Dortmund to win the title, and I think they will, but Bayern can't. Take the foot off the gas here. Their fans won't let them do that. Um, you know, there's 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 pride in going out and because we were good in the Champions League. You'll get them at three to ten, one to three, two to seven, chop around.
1: But one to three on on three six five, which for a banker is is decent odds. Um yeah. a, couple of points, a couple of ticks higher than uh, than, than Dortmund, um, who on three six five just now are two to eleven. So that combines. It's not it's not the biggest in the world, obviously. We're two people instead of three. But you combine them together, you get 0.57 to 1. So I will probably roll them into the value picks and instead of having a banker treble this week, have some sort of banker value fourfold between the two of us. Yeah. And talking about the value picks, I am back in my favourite league, the Japanese J1 League, Saturday at 6am, so an early an early start in the UK for Hiroshima versus Shonen. And we're now 14 games into the Japanese season the J-League's really starting to take shape here. You can sort of see what the stories are going to be for the rest of the year. Hiroshima and 23 points. That's seven points off the top, but they have a game in hand. They've only played 13 games instead of 14. Um, I think that's a result of one of their fixtures being against the Uruba Red Diamonds, who had uh, who were late into the Asian Champions League. So Urawa have only played 12 games and a couple of other teams have played 13, but pretty much everyone else has played 14. So... Seven points off the top, it could easily be four points once they make up that game in hand. Shonen are second bottom. They are really struggling. Um, I mentioned earlier they get beat by Serezo Zaka in my outsider column last week, a uh, home game against Serezzo, and Serezzo turned them over 2-0. So a struggling Shonen team just now. For my Hiroshima managed six points in the last five matches, but they've had a few really hard games in there. The last two matches were away from home games at top of the table, Vissel Kobe. And away from home again at third place, Nagoya, Grand 8. So I don't really mind the six points from a possible 15 because two of those games, the most recent ones, were really hard and they put in a good showing. Shonen have one point from their last five matches and that one point came five games ago. So they're on a run of four straight defeats and they're just not very good. I fancy a strong performance here from Hiroshima after a couple of hard fixtures. This is a game that they'll be confident they can win and I'm also confident they'll pick up three points. The odds here are getting lower and lower by the minute. So seven to ten. Um seven to got dropped to seven to eleven. And I'm looking at it now on three six five. And it's getting even lower. Let me just pull it up uh, for Hiroshima. Thirteen to twenty. So it's 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 just dropping like a stone this. So get on yeah. it sooner rather get, than get later. So I'll
2: make sure this is uploaded quick then um okay uh, my value pick a game i think you might have been interested in um had i not got my picks in first um this is darmstadt away at 4th um and the final round of the uh, dritte league of the german second division um is it dritte league yeah is that that's that too that no that's third um the german,
1: second
2: division is vi vi that's it apologies so the bundesliga is vi Top-of-the-table Darmstadt play 12th place Greuter Firth. Singular game to go. Firth are four points clear of the drop. You know what that means? Nothing. They don't need shit from this game. Um, Darmstadt, on the other hand, are to win the league, need to win this game. Because they are three points clear of their rivals, Heidenheim, but they are... Plus twenty-one goal difference versus plus thirty goal difference. So, tying in this would no mean good. is no good. There is no bueno's attached to that. Um, darmstadt uh, are, are are the best team in the league. You know they have taken they've taken nine from the last five. Fourth uh, over the last five games are the worst in the league. They've taken two points from the last five games. Uh, Darmstadt's away form best in the league. Twenty-nine points from sixteen games. Firth's home form eighth in the league. Twenty eight points from sixteen games. This is a game that Darmstadt need to win. And it's a game that Firth don't even need to turn up for. They could send anyone to play in it. It means nothing. They get they get nothing from it. Um I expect Darmstadt to win this game. Darmstadt's a weight form against uh, Firth. Last time they played was twenty twenty. Darmstadt won this game four 0 Yeah. So Yeah, I like I, it a lot. I expect Darmstadt to win this. You'll get them at the odds of eight to five.
1: Big. Big odds. Really good pick. I like it. I like it very much. I might even put this on my five team ACA challenge, even though I only need a small one. Yeah. This week. Just to just to just to tide I, you. I over. think it's a really good it's a really good pick. Yeah, it, would, it will also mean my competitors, I'm only four points behind, will need to put in a bigger shout on theirs as well. Yeah. So yeah, I like shout out it. goes
2: to Lauren here. I'm coming yeah. for you,
1: Andy. In the background. I just I need to make up that four pound difference, but you know yeah. this could be a this could make it harder. Um, it could do for her should it come in. So yeah, um, that's a value double then of Sanfrecce Hiroshima and Darmstadt wins for both three point two nine to one for the value double this week. If you did as I perhaps suggested. And added in the bankers there, made it into a fourfold 5.76 to 1 plus your 10% bonus on, on 365 because these are all leagues with early payouts. Um you can get a decent return on that. So wins for Hiroshima and Darmstadt. On to the outsiders. So we look for a team or a result or a situation that the bookies have priced up as an underdog. Um, I am in the German Bundesliga again. Obviously, it's a very important game. We talked about the top of the table. This is now looking at the European places. Frankfurt versus Freiburg, Saturday at 2.30pm. So the away side, Freiburg, are tied with Union Berlin on 59 points, though Union have a better goal difference by four goals. These clubs will definitely finish fourth and fifth in the table. Fourth gets a Champions League spot fifth gets a Europa League group stage qualification spot. So the prizes, there's a big difference in prize there. You really want that Champions League spot. And Union, by virtue of goal difference just now, are fourth and Freiburg are fifth. So Freiburg really need to win this game and hope that they can either overturn a, a big goal difference or that Union slip up in their game. It's a much less important game for the home side Frankfurt who technically could finish sixth and make you Europa League but they'd need two other fixtures to go in their favour to like two two teams to lose that probably won't lose and they'd also need to reverse a goal difference discrepancy of six goals. So I'm going to consider them pretty much done. Um, Form wise, Freiburg taking nine points from the last five games Frankfurt just the five points. Freiburg also won this exact fixture the head-to-head fixture at Frankfurt last season by two goals to one. It's just such a massive game for Freiburg, and I think they've got enough to get the job done here and at least ask the question of Union Berlin, who are at home to Bremen. So you'll get odds of seventeen to ten for a Freiburg victory.
2: Just the value for the week. Um, the, you like Freiburg here? Okay. Um, luckily, between us, uh, someone is going at the big odds here, um, and just this pick is- a winner. But uh, it is going to be a winner. Uh, this is
0: Atalanta
2: away at Inter. Uh, and I fancy them to win this game at 3 1, 16 5, depending on, again, where you take it. 3 1 on 365, probably the best place to take it because they might go up 2 0. Um, so let's talk about why. Uh, Inter are the third best team in the league. They need points. Atalanta are the fifth best team in the league. They need points. They are currently four points outside of the Champions League. Uh, slot three points, sorry, outside the Champions League slot, right in behind AC Milan. They're sitting in that Europa League area at the moment, so they need points here. Inter arguably don't, when it comes to them. They technically need one to to keep themselves in that Champions League round. There, um, Atalanta need, need to win the games that they've got to play. Now, the reason that back backed Atalanta here is the Inter play the Coppa Italia final on the 24th. So that's today. They play that against Fiorentina. Three days later, they have to play Atalanta.
1: Now... Congested fixture list.
2: Congested fixture list. Plus, they have the Champions League final coming up in a couple of weeks. (sighs) They've got lots of things to be thinking about. I think if they're going to get three points, they're probably thinking about it doing it against Torino two weeks, you know, on the fourth when they've had a week's rest, and I would say, if you said, oh, you're going to win the Coppa Italia, you'll lose to Atalanta, but win against Torino and you'll still get in the Champions League, Inter would take that just now. So a congested fixture list, Atalanta are rested for this game, they're up for it, last week they, they had a win against Verona, last week Inter lost to Napoli uh, after getting a man sent off, so yeah, there's there's not much you can really read into that, but 3-1, Atalanta side that are only five points behind them in the league, I think that's a good shout. So three to one, you'll get them.
1: I like it, G man. So that means the outsider double this week. So wins for SC Freiburg and Atalanta combined to 9.8 to one, and you'll get a little. For the double, I think you get like a 2.5% bonus at Bet365. So taking it around 10-1 to for the Outsider Double this week. That'd be nice to to round the season on a high, a season which we've done very well in the Outsiders. It would be fitting to get that in. On to the final charity bet of this season then. Uh, It will just be a double pick from myself, pick from Gordon. I'll be putting £10 of my own money on that and any returns go to a charity which we'll announce when the bet comes in. I'm sticking in Japan. So two picks in Germany, two picks in Japan for me in the top flights this week. For the Yokohama F Marinos against Avispa Fukuoka. Uh, Yokohama up to second in the J-League table. They're just three points behind league leaders Vissel Kobe. They're in great form. They've taken 10 points from the last five matches. Their home record is excellent. They've got 14 points from just the six home games. Avispa are ninth in the table. So they're pretty decent. They're always solid, Avispa Fukuoka. Um, ninth in the table with 20 points but all their points come at home like they're they're solid but they're solid at home they've only managed three points on the road this season from six away games so the home away split here really makes this a great bet on a very good Yokama F Marinos team a very decent price of seven to ten so to round us off for the for the 2022 2023 season my final pick in the charity column is a win for the Yokohama F Marinos at home to Vispa Fukuoka.
2: Oh, well, you had two in Germany and two in Japan. I had two in Germany and two in Italy. My final pick of the, the football calendar year uh, for, for trample Bet um, in the charity slot is a home win for La Salernatana versus Udinese at the price of 13 to 8. So a big, big priced charity to finish. And you might think, why? Because neither of these teams need anything. Well, I'll tell you why. Salernitana scraped themselves out of um, relegation contention. You know, just, just about Christmas, they looked like they were done. This is their last five results. A two-each draw with Roma, a 1-0 win against Atalanta. They lost to Empoli. They drew three each with Fiorentina, and they drew 1-1 with Napoli. They are a team who Paulo Sousa, who who came in just about Christmas time, has got out of you know th- that those five games are all legitimate chances at Europe. All of those teams, well, M play in there, maybe not so, but four teams that often play in the final stages of European competition in there, and th- they, they're getting draws or better against them. I took them to draw against Atalanta, and they ended up beating them with it with a 90th minute goal that that did me we one week. Contrast that with Udinese's last four away games. All losses, all without scoring. So they lost to Fiorentina 2-0, they lost to Lecce 1-0, they lost to Roma 3-0, they lost to Bologna 3-0. They've taken an absolute doing and they just don't need anything from this game. I think Salernitana will come out here and win this game. Probably 1-0. You know, they're, they're not a team that are known for their tons of goals being scored. But They've got themselves safe. They're on the ascendancy now. Udinese are not. It just seems like a good time to be taking them at what is quite a big price. So you'll get Salernitana at home at 13-8. to
1: 8. Nice, G-Man. like the reasoning. Um, an ambitious charity pick there, which is very good because it means the charity double of wins for the Okama F-Marnos and Salernitana works out at 3.46 to 1 include the little 2.5% bonus, the tenor turns into £45.49. Not so bad. that's the amount that I will be announcing I'm donating to charity after the weekend. Okey-doke, eight picks, just two of his to, to round off the season. The mega coupon, if you fancy smashing all, pi- all eight picks together into one coupon, turns a fiver into two grand on Bet365. So that's all right. That'd be a nice way to round off
2: a pleasant exit that is
1: the round off this season Um just to say a big thanks to everyone that listens to us we did the pitch earlier for Patreon there will be content on Patreon throughout the summer while the regular podcast takes a break so do join us on there give something back to the show for £6 a month join the Facebook group Um get involved in the conversation I'm sure we will have a lot of, uh, of content on there from our various different contributors and members of the group. A big thank you to all our guests this season, so Joyce Lenzak, Dave Greenfield, Jerome Else, Chris Kelly, thank you very much guys um, for the hard work you've put in, not just on the regular podcast but also all our extra content shows the Cheltenham Festival, the golf um, and the various other events that we've covered we really appreciate it, it is a lot of hard work um and and you know we all do this for, for for the love of doing it. This is not a money spinner. <laughs> this this podcast wipes its face. It does um, pretty much. We get and new mics this season, which was lovely. Um, and that's uh, it. We see no financial reward apart from the winners that everyone yeah. contributes. Um, so I've, I've done well on my bet three six five account this season. So thanks to all the guests for that and everyone that's that's thrown a pick in the Facebook group. Also, a massive thank you to Gary Black, our producer. Uh, Gary does all the work behind the scenes to turn what is essentially a Zoom call into the show, the polished show that you hear every week. And he deals with the connection issues and all the other technical difficulties that go on in the background. Does a tremendous job. Doesn't get mentioned enough. He does Um, not. So thank you very much, Gary.
2: Our silent Um, hero in the background there is is Gaz. And uh, I know he He uh... he does the good work. I know he was disheartened with uh, Dumbarton's performances this season. So, uh, yeah, this is your time, Gary. If you want to just do a little chip in here of an audio recording talking about can do like eight minutes on why Dumbarton's playoff (laughs) results didn't go well for you.
0: Hello, uh, producer Gary here. Um, Unexpectedly recording about Dumbarton's playoff failure. Um, the, The real question is not what happened to Dumbarton in the last quarter of the season where they barely picked up any points. The real question is what's happening with the ownership of the club. Um, The company that owns the majority shareholding, Cognitive Capital, uh, all of their directors have quit, leaving the only person in a guy who's banned from being the director of a company. Uh, Last we heard, Companies House had registered a warning that the company will be closed down within two weeks if they don't appoint any new directors. Um... And there seems to be something going on about just before you know, the, the one thing the directors did do is approve a 1.5 million loan to the company, secured against the land that Dumbarton Stadium's on uh, without any outside agreement or Dumbarton seeing any of that money. So uh, playing in League Two is fine. Uh, it'd be a miracle if there's a club to, to play by the time it reaches the end of the summer. Uh, Enjoy your
1: summer. Bye. very possible Dundee United are involved in a playoff soon as well. So I've maybe got that to look forward to too. Gordon, thank you very much. It's been another it's been another fun year.
2: It has been. I'm looking forward to the next. I'm looking forward to a wee break uh on the, the regular show and just, just chilling with the patrons over summer talking about uh the Al scan. Um is is my plan and, and the K the K League. For me as well, so uh, getting involved with that, but but yeah, a bit of baseball bit in between in between, but yeah, just just big thanks to yourself, Andy, and and thanks to all the patrons as well for you know keeping us in business. As Andy says, we do it for the love of it. If we were doing it for money, we'd have a a bookie link that you could sign up at. That we'd get ten percent of your 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 cut from this. It's just not what we want to do. We do this because we genuinely want to talk about coupons. So thanks to everyone yep, that supported
1: genuinely us Genuinely want to win them. So hopefully we'll be signing off. Um, and we can announce on our social channels some, some good results from the eight picks that we've done this week that's it, that's the 2022 2023 season, thank you everybody, we will see you back for the 2023-2024 campaign happy hunting bye The Trample Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McFarnan, and Gary Black. part of the Sports Social Podcast Network find the next show you'll love at sport-social